Hello and welcome to the 1212 Podcast, I'm your host Sean Haggerty and before we bring you this week's episode I just wanted to give a huge shout out to our sponsors Lean Supper Club. Lean Supper Club are market leaders of ready-made lifestyle food brands. They offer breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks and treats. They're a family-run business providing restaurant quality products all over NI and if you've never seen or heard of them before check them out next time you're in Spar, Eurospar, Centra, Super Value, Cost Cutters and Vivo Extra. They all have their own individual fr- fridges, usually just in the middle of wherever these sort of supermarkets and stuff are. So do check them out. They do couples packages, which consist of 10 lunches, 10 dinners, and two packs of protein bombs. They're available for 70 quid, which is an absolute bargain. Because if you paid somebody to come into your house and make you one meal, they'd probably cut, what, 50 quid? <laughs> 50, 60 quid? Do you know what I mean? Fucking, there's 10 there, do you know what I mean? Uh, Singapore, Singapore hot chicken noodles are absolutely unreal, so do check them out. LeanSupperClub.com for all your, your beautiful fu- food needs. And let's start the podcast. So lads, uh, we're still waiting on the fucking typical Lurgan lad here, yeah. who's yeah. obviously on his tractor up the M1, isn't he? Just doing born late. <laughs> donuts outside. Uh, so we've got Kieran Franco here. Good we've got on. Sean McAlevey. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. And we're waiting for Pete Giffen as well to join us. And your podcast is called Are We Podcast? Yeah, yeah. it's the three of us. Yeah? You've enjoying it so far? Yeah. yeah. Shot in your flat? Yeah. yeah. Is it? So I had a flatmate move in and uh, I'm like, listen, see between the hours of one to two, you don't need your room. <laughs> <laughs> you stay in your room, son. <laughs> you hear some dark shit. Yeah. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. yeah. Is it anything goes? Is it? Uh, well, my mum used to listen to it and then I came <laughs> right. home from like a 12 hour shift and I walked in and she was like, I did not raise you in that way. <laughs> I was like, what? Was, You're not welcome in this house. And I went, right, that's a bit intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like each one of us has like slowly but surely tried to be cancelled by our own maths by doing the podcast. Yeah. Like, well, listen to the first three episodes, but you're dead to me, son. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just when you have your parents listening in, it's it's weird. It's almost like when you're camping out with your mates and your dad's just sitting in by the tent just listening. Do you try <laughs> yeah, to fucking yeah. spin the bottle in it? Just four lads. <laughs> There's a story I told him and my mom was like, it didn't happen like that. She goes, retell it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it. But things on podcast too are just, they're so fabricated, aren't they? Like, yeah. they really are. And it's its for a laugh. That's the whole reason you're doing it. It's for comedy purposes. Like, so. It's Chinese whispers. Like, it's just, yeah. 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 Did you hear your Karen on the podcast talking yeah. about fingering his auntie? And you're like, here, <laughs> fucking, that's not what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's around. It was like in school, someone, a teacher, a shelf dropped on his head. And, and it's, the story just kept getting more and more fabricated till one sixth year was walking about being like, I hit him with a hurl. I said in the podcast a few weeks ago too, on this podcast, that I, I was slow dancing with a girl once in a teenage disco and she had a seizure. <laughs> right? And somebody came over to me five minutes later and they're all, why did you punch her in the face? And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> just out of fucking nowhere. They must have seen this wee girl drop and just been like, he's hit her a slap. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> didn't happen at all. Didn't happen. Just had a seizure. She's epileptic. You know. Did you try to her and she said, nah, she's back <laughs> said, yeah. So uppercutted her in the gooch. Just <laughs> <back> <laughs> Have up. <laughs> How long have you been gigging for? Uh, I'm a year next week. So remember taking down the date. So, yeah. He's your baby? Yeah. Close, close uh, a year, yeah. yeah. No way. So, what about Pete? Uh, Pete started in December, so he did. So yeah. he done not the first gig. Yeah, not mm-hmm. even. He's nine months. He done a gig. His first gig was like a COVID spreader as well. He says like everyone yeah. who touched the mic got COVID. Like. Fuck's sake. So, so he's had it then? Yeah, yeah. He's had COVID? Uh, I had it uh, two summers ago. Yeah. When it was actual COVID, yeah, yeah, when it was, it was the like real, proper bad, like yeah. I had a couple of weeks ago and work like how do you feel? I was like awful, but it was fine. Just yeah. <laughs> I, I read <laughs> a stat. I read a stat recently, 
like fucking, I think it was yesterday that in 2022 we've had more cases than 2020 and 21 combined. Serious, just people. That's it, but no one gives a fucking. No one gives a shit. So what? What were we doing those two years? Driving ourselves insane, do you know what I mean? Locked in the doors. Like, like yeah. I got in a taxi with one of my mates to go get a bougie. My mum was like, did you sit the same? Jump in, jump in. Hello. <laughs> Big gift, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what time do you call this, son? Huh? <laughs> a good, a good <laughs> showing of Lurgan. <laughs> this is an insight to what our podcast looks like. Yeah. Oh, so everyone got an inhaler, first of all, <laughs> before <laughs> we start here. How many kids you hit in the car on the way down? Do they a good comedian always to. carries a pen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he was shocking for carrying pens. I think I've taken about 100 of yours. Yeah. Like, yeah. How are we then? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, oh, we're good. just killing time till you got here. No, we have started. We have started. Okay, we had to start okay. with that. Jay, you all good? I'm all good, yeah. yeah. Eventually got here in the end. A lot of yeah. traffic? There was, yeah. You know, it's like getting through Lurgan. I left yeah. Lurgan at 20 past 8 and I got here for like quarter to 10. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say <laughs> quarter to 9 now. I was like, don't call me out my bullshit, please. <laughs> and a wee electric scooter. It's <laughs> <laughs> going up the bus lane, the M1. You all good? Yeah, I'm all good, man. Yeah. You're Glad pushing your, your one year anniversary too, doing stand up? Nine months from on at the moment. So. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Middle of December I started like yeah. I was saying yours was a COVID super sweater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, up in the chicken box and I was say, yeah. just remember your first gigs. It was fucking a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember it was like last week. <laughs> Mine was fucking black on my TV, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that's the thing though, we've been blessed where like obviously like the boom since COVID sort of ended and people got back out again. We came into that stage where everything was like Nice rosy meadow fields. We haven't gone through the trenches like any of you boys or any of this shit back in the day. Know, like, which is I think we've come in at a good time. The pavilion's oh, yeah. always so loud. Like, yeah. like that's people, yeah. people like you haven't played the pavilion when it's four people. <laughs> None of them are there for comedy. I was surprised the first person to tell me that like ten people plus is good for the pavilion. I was like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah. It's always like forty people. And they're yeah. like, no, it's not. Like, I used to do it like fucking 13, 14 years ago, and yeah. it was just seven or eight people, and they were all miserable. And they were there to see one person. So like the person <laughs> yeah. who lived on the Ormore Road. Just and hoping that everyone else night. died on their ass. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. But it's good to see it where it is now. And the scene, as you say, it's it's the fucking best it's ever been. It yeah. really yeah. is. Like It's the best. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like People are like, you, you don't have the quality of gigs that we had back then. Or sorry, the quality of gigs now are far, far better than what we had oh, back yeah, then. Yeah. And, all. Like, and people are getting paid quicker too now. Yeah. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so there's just paid gigs all the time now. And there's so many gigs. Coming into it. And yeah. everyone needs, every gig needs filled. Whereas when we started off, I was doing Donegal at three in the morning for fucking, fucking ten euro and all. Do you know what I mean? Or ten punts or whatever it probably yeah. was back then. And it was it was hell on earth. It was brutal compared to now. We did do one in Mullingar, like the three of us travelled down, and yeah. it was like mm. I think we all agreed that's like a PTSD one. Like so yeah. the one we did was Limerick. Yeah, we drove to Limerick and back in one night for what I think I got twenty euro. Yeah, Fuck, twenty I euro left the house diesel, and this was when diesel was like. Two euro ten. <laughs> like, it's like fuck's sake, I'm never gonna financially recover from this. I left the house at three in the afternoon, didn't get back like three in the morning for yeah. like seven minutes of Dan on my ass to like yeah. eat people in the mark, but Jesus Christ. That's some, what it's all about. Some yeah, MC yeah. got up and looked at the girl in the front row and was like, Do you mind if I think about you next time having sex with my wife? And we're just like, Oh man, yeah, <laughs> set the standard like five's like sixty eight and she was like nineteen. Yeah. Like, we're gonna get next, me too. We're gonna get next thing like, please like him. Show my leave him like oh, yeah. no, mate. I did a gig recently in Armagh Marketplace and it was like a family events so there was yeah. like five year olds and there was hundred year old grannies and stuff and I was talking to this girl on the balcony and I was like almost like half chatting her up and like having a laugh yeah, yeah. and then I goes what age are you and she goes I'm 18 and I was all alright let's just leave it there <laughs> <laughs> like, my son's 18 I was like yeah. fuck oh. <laughs> yeah. unbelievable Oh, that's me. See, like, yeah. I was I say, you didn't try to set him up on. or nothing. No, you yeah. kind of not even. No, I was like, I need to get out of here before I end up in jail. I was like, this <laughs> is, <laughs> took a turn for the worst. Like, yeah, like. So, have you done 
shitty gigs have he's done apart from Mullingar? Have he's done really rough ones or have they mostly been lovely? Quite recently there, like before I don't like the gig before I done Lavery's was my lowest ever audience. Yeah. Two mm. people. Yeah. And that was a real sort of That's like the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time where I was like, This is like this isn't even a gig. Mm. This is just me talking to a couple. And like that was the first time I realised like Gigs like that, you have to sort of approach them differently. Do you know what I mean? Not like go through material and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was a real stinker. Like, it racks faith in your own material. Like the one we done in oh, Barn City Centre. That I, I came off being like, oh, I've done none that of my material's well. great. Like yeah. at all. Yeah, it really makes you reevaluate everything, doesn't it? Yeah, and that they were giving us free drinks that night, and I just wanted to leave, and they came over to me and looked me giving us. There's two more pints, please. I was like, you hold <laughs> yeah, me prisoner now. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I did gigs on a cruise ship about four years ago, <laughs> and it was it was brutal. Now the gig went all right but the, I was booked to do like five or six gigs throughout the course of this week or ten days and after the first gig the fella was all can you do like Peter Kay kind of stuff and Billy Connolly and so like pretty much tell everybody else's material yeah. and I was like no no this this is what I do you've booked me to be me do you know what I mean yeah. you've seen my videos you've read my bio you went through my agent you've wanted me I'm giving you me and now you don't want it and the fella was all but if you could do like material that they know because it was like a <laughs> Fucking yeah. most of the audience were from around like just the, say South of England. Yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty God much that's what they were saying, yeah. And it got to a point where I was like, listen, let me off the boat. And they're all <laughs> <laughs> and they were all we'll let you off, yeah, but in France in like four stops. Oh, and I was like, fuck me. So I, I literally had to go to my room, no internet or nothing, and had to just sit there for about five days and just go and Jesus had Christ. on all yeah. go get my dinner and just go back to my room and just sit on my own, just fucking bring the cruise ships, you die on your ass. Yeah, brutal. And You're stuck on a boat with the time, time. Yeah, it was during the time I'm a huge Liverpool supporter, right? Yeah. And it was the first leg of Liverpool Barcelona, do you know where we beat them like four nil in the second leg? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But the first leg was three nil. So this was halfway through me sitting in a room on my own. And what I did was the fucking TV was so high up and the bed was so low. I got a chair and put it on the bed and then sat on the bed. But there was waves and all too. So I was every shape and I was sitting like this here. But when I leant up to get on the, the chair, I fucking broke my thumb. So it was, like, it was a fucking disaster. A cruise ship from hell. No one gets off a lap. It was brutal. It was fucking brutal. I remember I brought on all these props and stuff because I do some props yeah, on stage yeah. and I had like a toy gun which got fucking confiscated at the doors I had baked beans and all confiscated and I had a leak do you like a big vegetable a leak <laughs> yeah. so I was going to go on go here's a leak on the ship and when I did <laughs> people started panicking and stuff and as I pointed it and I was like the chef told me not to worry about it and then it got like a bit of like titters and stuff and from then it was like the audience half turned on me they went really oh, sort of like this guy's meant to be giving us facts here, do you know what I mean? I thought he was fucking dishing out information. We're like edgy comedians, but not that leak bomb. Too far. Yeah. Too far. They've all seen Titanic, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they expect yeah. the worst. But fucking brutal. I find that real interesting, like doing comedy on... Because I've been on a cruise ship and there was a comedian there and he was very sort of like, like old school British, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they usually are. They're usually 50, 60 year old men who have like... Wait. I wouldn't say Bernard Manning, but not yeah. a kick in the teeth oh, away yeah, from yeah. it. They're like, close you know. to it. I, Roy Chubby Brown. Yeah, that's what I mean. tone it down as well, or is it just do whatever? Yeah, you weren't allowed to swear or anything, but I brought a lady up on stage and she was hammered and she was saying fuck every second word. <laughs> yeah. And it was just... That didn't go in my favour either. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Course, yeah. 
So it was like, you know, we can let the leak stuff go, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. somebody saying fuck 15 times in the mic yeah. while hammered, you should yeah. have got her up. And I was like, but how am I supposed to know until she gets up onto the it's stage lottery, yeah. it? and gets onto the mic? Yeah. You're like, how is I meant to know on the Disney Princess Cruise, huh? How is I meant to know? I wasn't allowed to say fuck. In the buffet, this body, but that's fucking yeah. Yeah. And it was the princess blog. Yeah. <laughs> I want a word, come here. The cruise we were on, there was like, for the comedian, there was like an early show and a late show. Yeah. And the late show was all like, oh, like, you know, the chains are off. Yeah. Still so she, watered down. So she, it was yeah. But it was just like a, a light UKIP rally. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's allowed to say pube once and yeah. everything else has to be family friendly still. Yeah. Any just, tourists in? That's where he's all going. Yeah. <laughs> Brittle. What's, what's the dream then? What's the goal doing stand-up? He's doing it for the crack. He's doing it for money. He's doing it for I'm, a wee bit of fame. I think we'll we're all doing for the full time. Women, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. That's yeah. for checks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of our first, the first sort of big ish gig I don't open support for like Johnny and Ian. And I'm like, when I came off, some other comedian went, uh, did you get much pussy doing this? Fuck. <laughs> 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 so, Brilliant. Either ripping the clothes off me, coming off the pavilion. Yeah. You I get that though, you get women who are like partners of comedians who have just got into stand-up and the, the women are really kind of paranoid at the start and they're like, here, this is like, you're instantly a celebrity because you've held a mic for five minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But it's the complete opposite. I it's the my, complete opposite. I done my first lavries there, and it was the first time ever afterwards I had people coming up, ask me for selfies. Yeah. And these girls come up, ask me for selfies, and I could just see my girlfriend. <laughs> and the distance be like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. I think that happened Paddy McDonald. I don't think he'll mind me telling this, but his wife came to see him for, I think, the first time in about 10 years, yeah. a couple of months ago. And while they were talking, after he came off, two girls came up and asked him for a threesome. <laughs> 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 the first ever time he's ever been offered anything. Oh, we were in the Dirty Onion, and uh, my mates, there were a group of like really good-looking girls, and my mates went to them. Like they knew them and said, Go over to Kieran there and pretend you recognise him we get selfies of him. And I walked over, <laughs> class. put them around and put it up on my Instagram story. And then afterwards, like, they don't know you at all. <laughs> just on your Instagram story? Yeah. Is that not real? No. Uh, <laughs> I was too ashamed to I was wondering, <laughs> why the fuck's he getting fucking noticed? Fucking impractical jokers here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were on me looking. I was like, Yeah, yeah I do a bit of comedy. Oh, I get the I get like really old women they're coming out to me after show being like you're great what are you doing after like, I'm going home going to bed like you should too love it. yeah. it's 10 o'clock at night do you want to be my grandson yeah, yeah. Uh, better role play yeah the very few times it's happened like yeah it's creepy like but to answer your question I think we all just want to what the three of us all get, probably yeah, want to do it for a job, like, yeah. his career. Like, yeah, obviously we're... Like, we're at that stage where you can roll the dice where you're young and you're like, fuck it, yeah. and go all in. You can, like, yeah. we can afford to go to Limerick and back in the night, no kids, no, no wife, kids, no, no wife, sort no. of muck, like, and go all in on it and come up here and do a podcast at 11 o'clock in the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, yeah. I think Perfect, we're self-aware like, enough to know that, like, it's going to be five or ten years before you're even thinking about yeah. going full-time, do you know what I mean? But everyone's different, too. Like, I, I kind of look at the people who have maybe, as I say, made it, like, for over here. Yeah. Made yeah. It, yeah. And they've maybe only been gigging a couple of years. And you see a lot down south as well because of social media now. But at the same time, with that comes a complete lack of experience and a lack yeah, of, of stage you. time, do you know what I mean? And I, although I would trade that in a heartbeat for the money side of things and the fucking sellout shows and arenas and whatever, at the same time, though... I kind of feel like I've slogged through the shit yeah. and yeah. I've, you know, I've earned my stripes and I've, you know, it's like, I, I just feel like so appreciative now of where I am in stand-up and how far I've came and that mm -hmm. people look at me going, do you have any advice? You know, can you give us this? Can you give us that? Whereas I don't think you can do the same with people who have maybe put out social media videos and yeah. then yeah. sold a tour off the back of it. You know, it's yeah. a completely different thing. Yeah. But I've gigged with people from festivals over the summer too. People who have maybe half a million followers online 
and then you see them on stage and they're a nervous wreck and they don't oh, yeah. rate their material mm-hmm. and it hasn't been tested enough. And they probably have a bigger audience than someone uh, like yeah. open mic and it's yeah. too much too soon. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So it's hard to kind of get that balance, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. We had like a co-headline show we did and people still supporting like the three of us and we sold it out two nights, brilliant in Belfast and Sunflower Bar. Someone made a great point to me. It's like, this is great you're doing this so early on. It's how many of them people can you get to come back yeah, off only your first show? That's, that was that's friends and family. Like, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, friends and family and peers. Y'all it's fan. all on a good sound out of show, but yeah. will it come back the next year? Like, for yeah. example, Shane's, like, you know, did the SSA, then banged out 10 shows in the Grand Opera Hall. That's, you know that's a quality show. Trying to build, like, a wee tiny audience. Like. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, the Sunflower shows were, they were some of the, I think they were my two favourite shows we've done. Like, mm. yeah. the audience was just, well, I suppose, like, because it was all friends and family, they were just so up for it. Like, yeah. And, and you go into it too, knowing that it's your show, it's like you've already won them over to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 You just have to kind of give them what they've came for. Mm-hmm. The only thing is when they arrive and you're a nervous wreck, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And you're yeah. like, go away. Sit down. <laughs> you're like, fuck off, I need to go over material here. And there's yeah. no hiding in the sunflower. You just sort of stand there, know, like pacing around, sweating your bag off. It's great too, because like, we obviously ran the tickets and all ourselves. So like you're at the door, doing the door to your own show. Joe yeah. people are showing up, like, I'm here to see you. And like, well, yeah. what's your name? How many tickets have you got? Is that your mom? Well, nice to meet you. Like, it's... Or someone's also, that guy got a ticket. He's all, yeah, that's actually my second cousin. Yeah, he yeah. does have a ticket. He's for him and he's for her. Yeah. Just let him in. Yeah. But don't let him sit next to her because they're falling out. <laughs> all this shit. Darren done the one the night in between. The that's right. You did the Friday. He's done the, the Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We did the Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Hottest day of the year. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I was bright. I was in bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's one of the few gigs I've done in shorts. I always make I a point. It's like, no well, matter yeah. what, you know, I always try and wear like trousers or just try and, you know, be professional. Yeah. yeah. But at times like that, you have no choice. I'd yeah. wear a fucking vest if I had to. <laughs> you mean, just anything to cool snap back. Yeah. <laughs> fucking begging. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. But I, great gig then went well. Yeah, it was them, fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I had that pure thing afterwards where I was like, right, now what? Do you know, like, the show yeah. the dust settles? I'm like, what? And then I said, yeah. you guys, like, I'll take a week off. Then didn't have anything the following week and two weeks of nothing. I was just like, what am I going to do myself? This is so yeah. depressing. It's hard, isn't it? Trying to juggle the big highs and the, the crushing lows, you know? And yeah. It's, yeah. And it's a lot in stand up, especially if you do it on a regular basis where you're doing really well on stage and then you just go home and you're just fucking watching Match of the Day and Coco yeah. Pops yeah. on your own, you know? And you've went from everybody laughing or getting selfies or photos taken or saying how good it was to just then just being on your own and just sitting there. Is there any wonder some of them yeah. like hit the drink and the gear and all? It's just like trying to kiss, kiss, yeah. kiss yeah. You need that or like vice or something, don't you? You smash a gig and then you get on the train, you're like, these people don't know how to smash a gig. These <laughs> 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 no. weren't there, man. <laughs> the uh, East Lafts we done in the summer, it was like a really good gig. Uh, church oh, yeah. in the church yeah, yeah. yeah. The they ended up being a really lovely crowd and all yeah, and I were like buzzing for that and coming out being like right now what Chinese <laughs> just sitting <laughs> in my box like yeah the fucking rain just crying yeah uh, yeah it was uh, the scene is it, it's 100% the best I've ever seen it yeah 100% yeah. like it is it's fucking brilliant and it's good to see all these lads coming through as well do you know it's it's really keeps all the older comedians fresh do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. because right. there's constant competition but it's friendly competition too because yeah. I know a comedian posted recently who I'll not say anything about him but um, he quit stand up a couple mm-hmm. of months after getting into it I'm sure mm-hmm. you know already yeah, who yeah. I'm talking about yeah. but he says like the whole scene is fucking toxic that really like, rubbed me up the wrong way because uh, yeah, I was like, like mate it's the furthest thing from yeah. toxic Cause Cause I, was so I was expecting it to be a wee bit and I was like, you know, mm. toxic. And I was like, seasons I've been the there, 99.5%, probably, yeah. <laughs> maybe one other <laughs> people, yeah. the people that are, everyone else has been nothing but really yeah. nice, the biggest names, you know, like dropping yeah. me a taxi, mate. That's it. From the biggest names well, to the you people know, who've done one gig, yeah. everyone's lovely. Everyone's so supportive. That's a great thing about it. Like. I had a pure 
gimp moment the other week where someone on the podcast <laughs> asked me, he was like, uh, what's your favourite thing about stand-up and getting into it? I was like, genuinely the other comedians and the people on it, that whole like yeah. scene, everyone's just yeah. so friends. dead on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said it like, it was, God, it's dead on me. Like, but it is like, the gig's not great, but it's, the people on tour are fucking classic. Like yeah. me and you met in like a proper dodgy gig, like where we both had <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. And then but, like, when we're becoming good mates because of it, like... That's actually, a great, that's actually a good story. Me and you actually met in the Speakeasy, the Student Union, mm-hmm. uh, due to the Queen's one that was temporary there. So we met in it, and then that's where the Speakeasy show came from, because that's where we first met. And now you're actually running and booking the Student Union gig for us University. Yeah. Like, that's in the span of, like, a year. That's fucking mad. I guess brilliant. So that's how you two met? Yeah, yeah, it was a charity gig, but for us to play it, we also had to buy a ticket. Yeah. So like, I'm no asked way. Going, can I play this pay charity play. gig? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, pay to play. So I arrived, and uh, then I was like shaking like mad and you walked over and like do you want a drink and I remember, you, you remember definitely where I was like look no 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 drinking for a gig yeah. <laughs> like, like a fucking rapper bit yeah. <laughs> it's like take on Sonia VR right that was only like my second or third gig too like, yeah the big dog comes yeah. in yeah. you need a drink pal I real hypno Magalivi here that, yeah. <laughs> actually that, that night I met Dave for the first time and Dave was about to go on stage I know how I caught my eyes like Dave uh, your zipper's down and he was literally just about to walk to the stage so you're welcome, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wee prank. Like. You're like, that's <laughs> <laughs> a bit far going from down there. Though, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finger covered in piss. <laughs> uh, so how did you meet then? How, how did you join the So yeah, Sean and Kieran knew each other before I did. Um, and then me and Kieran, we done a gig in Derry. Yeah, uh, which was mm. just in January time. January f- Yeah, that yeah. would have been like my second gig. Because I remember going home, like my mum still asked me about every single gig, you know, real like... Well, how was it? And I was telling about it. And I was like, well, it was this wee fella, like, you know, like he was, because I thought he was like 18 at the time. Because he didn't have any facial hair back then. And I look about 36. And I was like, this wee fella could be my son. I was all my own. Oh, there's this wee fella, like, he had good ideas, but his delivery wasn't great. All this, like, proper critiquing him at all. Like, on the way up to that gig, another comedian who drove me up was like, let's go for your material. And then we were going for it. He goes, deliver that differently, deliver that differently, deliver that differently. So the way I'd practiced it in the house, I went into check and box, like, Right, I'm going to do this bit different. I'm oh, going to do this yeah. bit different. It's a disaster, like. Also, who do I think I am? The second gig. That's what he just doesn't quite yeah. get it, but he's something there, like. He doesn't cut the mustard, high. <laughs> so then that's how I met you, and then we were doing a gig in Oma, yeah, and that's when I met you. Yeah. And I'd seen one of your vlogs. You like, coming up to him was all, you that YouTube guy? Like? You're the vlog guy, yeah. So, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I do, like, so since I started stand-up, I vlog basically all my gigs to give people, like, an insight of what it's like getting into stand-up, yeah. how it goes, which it's just basically my anxiety wrapped into a vlog series is what it is. Uh, there's, like, an episode where I get invited to do pugs with Dave and stuff, and I literally, like, trap myself in the toilet and vlog the whole thing, being like, why is there no one here? What's going on? Is this material any good? But, uh, yeah, that's, I've been doing that, and that's how you recognise yeah. it. Yeah, that's what's good about yeah. that series, though, because it shows you what doing an open mic gig's like. It's not like, oh, this is brilliant, this is class, you'll say into the camera, yeah. there were four people there, or shit, you'll yeah. say exactly what it's like. There's a running trend with it. If you see me at the vlog in McDonald's by the end of the night, I had a stinker. Yeah. I had a stinker <laughs> and I'm having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Where do you go if it's a good gig? Like M&S, food court? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merchant, overnight. Jacking, take a Uzi on it. Four big laughs on the vlog break. We this. <laughs> I've actually I found myself guilty of doing this recently where if I have a good gig I'll deliberately like walk back through the crowd to go to the toilet or something uh, and look at a few yeah. compliments being like yeah. alright and I go here man that was class and I was like I don't even need to go for a piss I've just walked back through to be a cunt I stopped doing that a while back when you walk through the crowd and nobody looks at you they're all just yeah. on their phones yeah. they're back talking to their mates and then you're all like right I just need to go out the back door from now on I think. the fuck was that like there was a boy on the gig on Sunday we done and he pulled me and Darren afterwards and he goes the Queen stuff 
you just touched the line, but you just didn't take it too far. And I was like, cheers, bud. Thank, Thank you. Cheers, Nolan. Cheers. Five stars. He's like, you just walked the line. I went, all right, cheers, pal. Have you, you have gigged then since the Queen has died? Uh, yeah. 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 Did I, you just do material? I know you says you've... It you died on the top, like, straight on? away. Like, yeah. uh, just a one Queen or the... the <laughs> yeah. Two of them. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the same. I did one... Um, well, I've seen the clip of you. I know. What was the reaction after that? It was all 100% positive until somebody phoned me saying, could I take it down? Because oh, the, the really? bar had death threats. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, Can I just yeah. say, was that your opening line? No. I did one before that. I went on. That was also, um, what do you want to talk about? And then <laughs> I, I says, like, right, you know, the, there's an elephant in the room here. We have to address the news. And, you know, I know it's been a, an intense sort of last couple of hours and stuff, but a lot of people aren't going to agree with what I say here, but it needs to be said. Uh, Graham Potter's not good enough to be Chelsea monitor. <laughs> yeah. And it got a decent laugh and stuff, but even going into the gig, no matter what you believed in, what your religious preferences were, there was something not right about that whole yeah. night. It was just the weirdest thing. Yeah. It was almost like everyone was in mourning or you've been asked to gig it awake. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't technically... It's probably the unknown as well because the Queen's never died in anyone's yeah. lifetime because yeah. yeah. it's been like so exactly. long. So it, it's it like, has, this yeah. is just weird. So it was, it was a strange one. So I had, I was on the car on the way down and I was like, she was still alive by then or she, I think she had died that <laughs> yeah. afternoon but they hadn't announced it. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, she's still warm here. What am I, I'm typing while I'm driving. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm driving in the car and I'm fucking like thinking of material and I'm like, right, I'll say that. I'll say this. This will go down well. This will go down well. And then I went up and I says, Protestants, give me a cheer and the place went, ew! And I was all right, there's five minutes. <laughs> just scrap up. Let's move swiftly on. So I just went from then then. I just went, right, let's get up and we'll do the national anthem. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it, it was fucking just about to hit a million views on TikTok. Fuck, and, then and I he got, did have I got the phone call. Yeah, yeah. it was on like nine hundred and sixty something thousand views, and uh, and, it, and that was my first million vi- million viewed video on yeah. TikTok. And then the guy says, "Could you take that down?" And I was like, "Joe, what? The bar had lost money. They, had, you know, yeah, they yeah. were getting a bad reputation mm-hmm. because I'd said Protestant bar when I shouldn't." Where have, was it? No, you don't name the venue. It was but in Antrim, top of the town. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. but, but I wrote Irish comedian in Protestant bar, and I was like, I, I'd said that almost like a f- to grab headlines. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I want to see this. Yeah. yeah which every name of the does. game, but it's not yeah. clickbait, yeah. but it's yeah. it's pushing people along the way to click it. Gets them in, but then I didn't realize the effect that that would have. Me calling them a Protestant bar when they're far from it. Do you know what I mean? They're mixing stuff. So that's why they got the death threats, and I was like, "I understand." I'll yeah. take it down. I if it was just Protestant audience, yeah, yeah. You I know, away I know. Like. Yeah. yeah, or majority Protestant audience. But then in the TikTok uh, comments, I did say, you know, uh, whatever I said, it was an announcement or something, big capital letters, and I was like, "It has to be cleared up here that this isn't a Protestant bar." Yeah, uh, I says I just have to make that clear. Do you know, I thought it was, but it obviously isn't. So I just a hundred percent want to reiterate that it's a mixed bar, open for everybody, and the audience were lovely. And you could tell even by watching the video that the audience all reacted really well. And yeah. there was yeah. a fellow there who looked like a fucking like he was full scale Protestant, like like yeah. fucking <laughs> you know queen tattoos all over his body. Yeah, and he pissed himself laughing, and I gave him knuckles and all this hair, and we all just sort of went on about the gig and had a laugh. Yeah. yeah. But then it's everybody else who takes it out of context and watches yeah. it and just goes, oh, how can I fucking critique this or put it down or make myself feel bad? And I was like, it's just, it is what it is. You could have said worse. You could have done oh, worse. Like, that, that was a, like there's a new story there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get on to me because I says to the fella, I was all, listen, if if any news outlets come to me, yeah. do you want me to just refuse to speak about it? And he goes, well, uh, not necessarily. You know, he goes, if you could just reiterate that we're not a Protestant bar. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to speak to anyone, but I'm just going to take it down. And a couple of days, everyone will have moved on. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah, what happened. Fair. So 
Have you ever had any negativity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought then you were going to the do server again. I saw that's another yeah. Like it is the do, the do care of the server. Back to the original question. No, I like I done Lavers was my first since the Queen died, and I was like, I'm not touching it. Yeah, I'm not going there. I, just because I don't think I'm skilled enough to like navigate that or like. See, I think people almost go to gigs going, right, this has happened. Yeah. Somebody has to mention it because it does become an elephant in the room. Like yeah. when I did Lavery's about three weeks ago, somebody had been knocked down on a bike outside, like literally fucking outside the venue. <laughs> so everyone would have seen this coming in. So there was traffic jams and stuff. I was there. Were you there? I was at that gig, yeah. So I went yeah. up on stage and I was like, you know, uh, I do the thing when I come out and I'm like, you know, Lavery says, like, you know, can you come and do our gig? And I was all, yeah, but I have these demands. Yeah. And I says, so one of my demands is like, I do, you know, dark comedy and dark humour and I love it and stuff. And and they were all, that's okay, we support dark humour. And I goes, do you? Well, get somebody knocked down out the front before the gig starts <laughs> in. Do you know I mean? Fucking prove it. Yeah. And uh, it went down really well and stuff. But it's it's I think it's nice to kind of address all these things that make it. Yeah intimate and specific to that night and yeah. to that occasion do you know what I mean because people don't want to go home going oh I could see that exact same show if I go next week again it's like you're going to see something completely different because people are reacting to things that are live and things that are happening in the room and things that are happening in pop culture do you know what I mean I think so, it's a good bit of advice because I think at the moment I'm still that safety blanket material mm. safety blanket material it helped yeah. me a wee bit because like Don Matthews was emceeing he addressed it Jordan Robinson was on first he addressed it so right. people had sort of addressed it but if right. I was on first I get what you mean it's the sort of thing we do you sort of have to like yeah. say what everyone's yeah. thinking like it would be weird if you didn't mention yeah. it but I think most of my gigs now too I kind of reiterate to the audience I'm like listen nothing I say here is for shock factor or to offend anyone yeah. I'm trying to make his laugh I'm trying to have a laugh yeah don't fucking take any of this seriously. Don't take it out of context. Don't go home and yap online that I've done something or said something. We're having a laugh. Everybody mm -hmm. goes home. Nobody's like, I say things about like Kobe Brand and stuff where I dress like the trainers that I'm wearing. Do you know, I could talk <laughs> about, I have like new Shaq trainers and stuff and I used to have a pair of Kobe's but I ran them into the ground. Right? <laughs> and then I go on from there and I say a couple of other things and obviously, like fucking Kobe Brand was one of the best basket players that's ever lived. His mm -hmm. wee daughter died with him. I have a fucking daughter. Nobody wishes that on anybody. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So don't make me out to be this fucking demonic person who has no feelings and no empathy, do you know? <laughs> out to ruin someone's just, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just having a bit of a laugh. And it's good to laugh about things that are really, really dark and yeah. really depressing. Closure? Yeah. Because, it's yeah, a coping mechanism? And, yeah, that's it. And we've all survived on coping mechanisms. Like when, you're in, when you've been dumped or whatever happens, somebody dies, you go and you watch a bit of comedy or you go and fucking, you know, look at funny videos online to cheer yourself up or you listen to music that isn't fucking... Adele or Lewis Capaldi, do you know what I mean? Or maybe you do for the first couple of weeks and then to help yeah. you get over it, you listen to all other stuff. It's a way of like empathising in a way because you're addressing the fact that this is a dark issue. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're acknowledging it there. Yeah. yeah. But do you not think maybe, do you maybe get away with being a wee bit more darker because you have the sort of, the props and the silly stuff where yeah. it's like, well, he clearly is joking away. If you delivered stuff yeah, so completely so. deadpan yeah. throughout, they might go, he's a bit more serious. Yeah, I think so. He I might. Think this so. might be his views. Yeah, whereas that, that, that's why I just reiterate, go and listen, just, uh, this is all just silly, comedy, funny, yeah. trying to make his laugh, and that's the bottom line. And don't take it as more than that, because that's not what it is. Yeah, I remember doing yeah. a gig in Dublin, and I came out and just done, it's such an international crowd there, like compared to maybe up here, and you're playing like the Pavilion, and it's all students. And I came out and done a bit about America and the whole front row were all Americans. <laughs> and it was just a recent news story and that was when I tried to be like, fuck, this is what's happening. And then as soon as it came out, it was just like, 
no no has or anything and I just couldn't win them back at all and then I seen one guy taking the, the phone out and I went is he going to put me on Instagram and be like this guy's crap or stuff your head goes yeah. a million different places at least he didn't pull a gun out yeah, yeah. would have been worse wouldn't it yeah. you want to see a wee taste from home yeah, yeah. try the topical yeah. stuff and get booed and you're like it's not what it's like on how I got news for you that's why it's always good as well just do you now have that experience and the next yeah. time you know how to deal with it and you'd maybe go home and go right I'm going to write something where if there are Americans in the take offence this then I have another way of going round it yeah different route or to you it. just go fucking harder and slag the shit out of them and just hope Knuckle that they down. cry or leave would it wind you up <laughs> if you do see people actually recording in the set and all because I know some other comedians they say it that really used puts to, you off it used to really fuck me off like even my solo shows when people are sitting filming half of it and you're like I try every day to get views yeah, and it's still a struggle to this day and I have loads of followers and different platforms where I have more followers than others and every day I'm fighting for views and shares and likes and all this yeah. here. So some drunk girl who's holding her phone like this here trying to look through it and is maybe <laughs> zooming in and out on me and stuff. How many views is she going to get realistically? How many people are actually going to see that apart from a few yeah. friends, family members, whatever? So I almost just am like, what's the worst that can happen? It goes viral and everyone knows who you are. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's sort of when the tag, you have been tagged and mate, some mates have come to see me and they've taken a video and tagged me. But the video, the worst part of the set where there's no laughing <laughs> and I'm talking about the most boring shit. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, and then I'm, I either go, share that on your Instagram story and I share it and people are like, fucking must be dreadful. Yeah, it's, you know what it's, like, I reshare a video and it's muted. It's like, they got a bad bit. They got a bad yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know, like, if there's volume on, it, was, it went well. <laughs> Yeah, I get a hard one. I, I, I like how do you feel about <laughs> material going online? Like you use posting it yourselves, you know, especially having none of you has been doing it for longer than a year. Surely so, you just have a shorter set or a shorter amount of material. I've sort of probably dabbled more of this than you guys have. Yeah. So yeah. my plan was for Speakeasy, we've videoed the second night of it. First night was Def Jam comedy through the roof. Mad, all friends, family, so <laughs> fucking class, right? It was Chris class. Rock <laughs> I actually don't know what that. Means. I genuinely don't know what that means. I've heard some said before. So <laughs> you don't know what it means. What does that mean? It means Chris Tucker came out and done a set as yeah, well. Yeah. Basically, that's what happened, right? So uh, first night's class, second night it was still lethal, but like didn't come across as well on video. If you know what I mean. So my plan was to take my first like year of an hour, take the best bits and distribute th- online. So we took a good few clips of it and whatnot and post them. But the TikTok comments are absolutely savage. Like some of them got yeah. good traction and stuff like that. So I was thinking one of them's up around 100,000 views and stuff like that. And people just the usual shit like, is this game meant to be funny? Blah, blah, blah. All this yeah. here stuff. And there's actually, there's one guy who's absolutely ripped. I can't remember his TikTok name, but he was like, this guy's very good. And I'm like, are there 10 <laughs> comments? Shade this one guy, real G, real G. Yeah. <laughs> Or he's off his tits on protein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Hopefully, hopefully, the guy's got good taste in comedy. That's all I say. I think for clips, it's like the best stuff is like that stuff has just happened there in the moment. The bit of yeah. crowd work, I mm-hmm. wouldn't really put material out, like you said, because I have a limited pool and I don't want yeah. people seeing it too yeah, early. Of course, of course. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The Students' Union, actually, the one that we met at and we both died, they streamed our entire sets yeah. on their stories. No <laughs> I was way. Like, I had to mail them the next day, being like, that's my second ever gig. Can you not maybe do that? Yeah. The whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, just on Instagram stories. So they're just yeah. flicking through it, being like, shite, shite, shite. So basically, Jesus we just made a five pound of pips that night. They recorded our whole set. <laughs> <laughs> Every student in Queens. Fuck's sake. Oh, and in the back corner, they were playing like beer games. So there was like beer pong and all hopping in the back corner. Yeah. People roaring, shouting the place down. And between hectic. every act, uh, this woman just got on and sung, <laughs> We're a Boyfriend. Yeah. Like it's you yet. So we staring at each other's eyes like, You raise me up. <laughs> we're like, Right, Sean McLeavy's up next. Kieran Frank, you're like, Oh my God. There's one stage like, Have I dropped ass before going in here? <laughs> What's going on? 
That's brutal. Yeah. I spoke about the guy at Mullingar gig. Yeah. Just oh, talking about it God. started off by oh, a guy wearing fingerless gloves, wearing a Dennis and Menace jumper, getting up to do slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like late 50s and he's real camp. And it was just like, I was sitting there going, <sighs> what am I meant to do here? Bro? And then he was trying to convince us that he was on the run and all that yeah. stuff yeah. afterwards. What was it he said to me? He goes, I've opened for like, not Dermot O'Leary, fucking Dermot O'Leary should put the X Factor. Tonight on the X Factor. All these huge Tommy Tiernan, all these huge Irish comedians, I've opened for all them and all. And I was like, then why are you on the run? <laughs> surely yeah, surely yeah. they'll give you a place to stay. He came up to me and he was all, i done something in Irish court that's never been done before. <laughs> I was like, okay. Handed me, he didn't tell me, which yeah. made it creepy. <laughs> and he handed me like a wee business card of his cancelled radio show, and I was like, get me out of this town. Oh. Like, it's the way as well. He looked a double flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> yeah. fucking Dennis the Menace jumper, and then uh, the MC as well. We arrived at the bar, and I went, who's MCing it? And the barman, the guy who owns the bar, goes, it's my bar, so I'm MCing. And he said the most right wing things you could say just killed the mood, like crack vacuum. Jesus. Christ. At the, very, at the very end of the gig, like he had, like it was, it was that bad an MC that the people were just happy we were getting up, Joe yeah. in between them to break it up a wee bit, That's like good though, isn't it? But yeah, yeah sort of, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> for a couple of seconds. Yeah, and then this was, <laughs> yeah. then they're boarding him. But uh, yeah. at the end of the gig, it finally wrapped up. He was thanking everyone, like thank fuck. He invited us all on the stage and goes, uh, so Madeline McCann, the parents definitely did it. Good night, and we're just like. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking hell! That's TM compared to some of the things. Actually, in about. the vlog, I vlogged that moment, and in the vlog, uh, Luke McGibbon was there, <laughs> and he's doing this whole ramble, and he's speaking away, and Luke just leans the microphone like, "We need to actually go home right now." And just <laughs> <laughs> Luke was like, "You know when you're like around your auntie's house and look, right? That's <laughs> cool. That was Luke. We were like, he's and the, the guy dad. just kept he's on stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He kept the football on as well. So when you're on stage, it's like." So that's a wee golden ranger, isn't it? You're a believer. Fucking hell. I died in the hole and I went out into the bar afterwards and like me and Kieran like started to get to know each other, not as close as we are now. Kieran was all like died in my ass, like like you said, dress the album in the room. Kieran was all, Well, you working away this week then? <laughs> I was like, please just acknowledge that I had shit <laughs> Quit trying to cheer me up, like, because you're just making it worse. Like. The thing is, like, it's when someone he cooked all these oven pizzas for us, and then he was just sitting there like Oh, I've just died. I went, well, obviously, you're working away tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? Mullingar. Mullingar. You should Mullingar. really do it. I really, yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 <laughs> here's the spirit. It's only a war sometime. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck hell, that's... It's the only place in Westmeath we think does, like, comedy. Like, it's on every Thursday as well, so he's like... So many people whose opinions I respected told me to avoid it. And I went, really? nah, stay the same, stay the same, went down. Avoid it right. then? Yeah. 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 Good oh. for them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Their parents definitely did do it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> lads, we have to wrap it up. I have to go and pick, pick my daughter up. Um, sorry you only got 20 minutes, but you were no really late. No worries <laughs> <laughs> It's always great to have another lurking comedian. That's it. It's always good. I fucking love every time I hear a lurking comedian. I was like, Joe, uh, did you see the thing in the news a few weeks ago? Right. And it was a lurking comedian gets jailed for child porn. And I was all, <laughs> me, Mickey Bartlett's had a dark spot to me. I was either, either that or like I was looking oh, around me going, yes. am I in jail here? Yes, he, he was and in England. Some guy from England. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> was all I went to school with him and all. Like, really? Oh, hell, yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah. Called himself a lurking comedian. I was like, <laughs> and then there were three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, these have been my guests, Sean McAlevey, Kieran Franco, Pete Giffen. Your podcast is called Are We Podcast? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. on everything, isn't it? Spotify? Yeah, every Tuesday. Spotify, yeah. YouTube. Every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. So do check it out and subscribe and whatever else. Check out your blog as well. Yeah. Vlog. Vlog, yeah. Anything else? Anything you just want to promote? Uh, you and I are on the Yo magazine as well. You're headlining uh, in two yes. weeks' time. Uh, Looking forward Thursday. to that. So yeah, yeah it's an yeah. also sports club. That's so, next Thursday. Uh, Thursday the sixth. So two oh, right. Thursdays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Looking, Looking forward, forward to that, that as well. Yeah. That should be good. And uh, then 
Can I plug something? Yeah, of course. <laughs> the so it's a big easy show you hear me, Kieran, and Pete all talk about earlier on. We're actually bringing it on the road down to Newry, which is my hometown. So if there's anyone listening down from in that area, McCoy's Cafe, the 15th of October as well. Tickets are flying out, so snap up. And then Mullingar after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The big homecoming. Lads, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers.